two dads at night. Two dads at night. Hey, we're back. Hey. <laughs> we're finally, again, not finally, but we're back. Pretty much back to normal, yeah, honestly. Yeah, Wednesday. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Um, but yeah, so it's been about a week since you looked at me. Um, that's a song reference. I wish I could remember the rest of the lyrics to right. continue that. Um, but yeah, so nice to be back again i uh surprised jake with a little gift yeah this is awesome so we have uh you can check out my instagram well my our instagram yeah check it out you can see it i had some uh yeti cups or their new clear or plastic uh water bottles so it does not keep your drink cold for very long but it looks Who good cares? That's it was right. very surprisingly cheap they were doing like a it was during prime days they were doing a deal so i guess yeti days um but anyways they were doing a deal, and I hopped on it and got myself one as well. But, yeah, it looks really good. Glad it came in. Yeah, and the print with our logo, it looks really good. Yeah. I'm excited. Me too. I think, if, actually, on the bottom, if you scan that that little QR code. Yeah, right here. Yeah, you, you scan that in, give you your email, they'll send you a, a envelope of stickers. Really? Yeah, I have a million. Huh, So okay. I've had so many different Yeti products, I would just scan them. I probably have, like, 40 different little yeti stickers but yeah so (laughs) they're really cool um i'm excited for it finally we have a piece of our own merchandise i know even though this isn't in our store uh we have a branded piece of stuff but yeah if you want to go check out our social medias two dads at night podcast click on the store and find what fits you that's right we got a puzzle we got hoodies we got muscle shirts phone cases uh rain jacket and other things some other stuff a coffee mug (laughs) The puzzle's really cool, though, because it's 500 pieces, and it's an outer space theme, uh, so with stars and just our logo, so it might be actually kind of hard to put together, but yeah, go check it out, Two Dads at Night Podcast, social media, and then find the store. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, so before we begin, we always check in. How was your uh, last six days? It was was interesting. Our household was pretty sick. Um, Really, it was just Logan. The girls got... I think the girls got lucky. So they had a friend over, and the friend had pink eye. Oh, okay. Um, But we, pretty much as soon as the friend left, we told the girls to take a shower and don't touch anything. We sterilized the house. (laughs) And then as soon as that, (laughs) as soon as they took a shower, my um, stepfather came in to pick him up for the weekend. Yeah. And so they were gone pretty much the entirety of the time. Didn't get anything. Thank goodness. Uh Logan, on the other hand, kind of was at the whim of germs, and so he picked it up, and then he got a uh, upper respiratory issue, and then he had uh, an ear infection. Oh, dang. Yeah, kind of all just... All at once. And, and sinuses then, go, everything goes. When he's cutting teeth, too. Yeah. Uh, so he's getting a bunch of teeth teeth in. It was... I, I remember the first few nights were brutal, because normally he sleeps pretty good. Yeah. But not that night. <laughs> um, but yeah, he he's doing better. We're all doing better. Um, Alex picked up something too, but I think it was an uh, earache, and she just got medicine for that today. So yeah, earaches are the worst. I haven't had one in so long, and I'm scared because like I it's know. spreading through our house. I'm like, is this yeah. a contagious thing? Is if that's even earaches possible? Are some of the, I had a really bad earache a couple years ago. That just would not go away. Like, it was a ton of fluid, like, for almost a month. Oh, it was, like, man. constant ringing. I couldn't do anything. My father-in-law was confused. He's like, I don't know. He called me out antibiotics. Like, we were trying to do everything to get rid of it. And the only thing that really helped was just, like, time. Like, yeah. just having to sit through it. And one night when I was sleeping, I well, like, I was laying on the uh, facing downward, like, I think it was on my left ear so i had my left ear toward the pillow so it would drain downward and i just like i was so fed i would constantly hold my nose and like blow so i could uh pop my eardrums yeah and i just i had had enough and i just really like (laughs) i gave it a pretty good go and it just popped and i like i was like oh oh and then like you know a few minutes later i could just feel it clearing out like and then like two days later i was good wow it was the worst month though i'll never i was like i cannot do anything to alleviate this pain and it was just like not like just like aching aching but like just that annoying hum and ringing like 
I was like, what is it like tinnitus or something? Yeah. I was like, I, I think that's a uh, actually what the Texas Roadhouse CEO had. Um, he had like chronic tinnitus. Ended up taking his own life. But um, anyways, a, it'll get to you. Yeah, it's it was every day at work. I was just like, I can't do this. Like sitting there trying, trying just to like go through the day. But yeah, so earaches are the worst. I hate them. That's crazy. They're like a toothache. They're just not fun. Anything yeah. near your like. Your face is yeah, just the worst. Yeah, because there's so many nerves in there, so it's horrible. Yeah, but yeah. Well, How was your good. week? Yeah, so pretty, uh, pretty intense. I had my endurance race uh, all around DFW. You did. Yeah. So How did that go? It was uh, it's really brutal. So Saturday we started Judgment Day. Um, Started down in Dallas at 6 a.m., so got up and left the house a little after 5. Got there about 5.45. Just got out of the truck, got my legs a little warm, got my headlamp, got my helmet and everything, went to the starting line. You know, the bell rung, and then we all took off. So, yeah, 6 a.m. start. was going really hot. Got through uh, the first couple trails, no problem. Third trail was going good, and at the end it really got me. Started cramping really bad. Um, got through that, went to the fourth trail, really bad cramps, taking me a long time to get through the end. Um, got lunch, took a break and my father-in-law was with me the whole time, driving me, unloading my bike, filling my hydration, everything like that. So that was a huge help. The only way I finished was him being there. Um, did that, did a few more trails that I knew that were coming up that were flat. So I knew I could take my time and, uh, you know, not have to worry about climbing so much because my quad, the quad heads, uh, so near the kneecap were just like absolutely toasted. Like I couldn't do much anything with them. So mm-hmm. every time I would try to stretch those out, my hamstrings would cramp. So it's kind of like a double-edged sword. I would just like just let myself fall over to the ground. I would slow down enough to where I could like you know not really like hurt myself falling. Like just basically softly fall down and just let my legs just rest for a couple minutes massage them and then get back up and start pedaling again so we did that uh we got back over here toward flower mound and you know ate a little bit of dinner from jack in the box i needed some fuel went to the eighth trail did that one went home used the restroom cleaned off went and did nine and ten and i finished right before midnight so uh yeah just talk about like a brutal experience um just (laughs) basically hammering your body uh, continuously and it's hard to just keep a mindset of like i just gotta go so i basically made up like as long as i if i can get my will into the start of the trail i'm not coming back out until i'm at the end so they didn't care like i think after lunch you know we went to a flat trail and i was like i'm gonna lay down a fast time um there's like zero climbing basically out here so like i can cruise and put down fast time and like one mile in i immediately cramped up and i was like okay so i stopped stretched for about 10 minutes and then was able to just like hammer it like flying through there catching people all that stuff get to trail six same thing you know stretch it out was able to do those six miles fast and so i ended up totally doing 72 miles um and I think 13 hours almost total on the saddle. So some major chafing <laughs> for sitting on uh, bike seats. Uh, fun fact, the more expensive <laughs> your bike, the smaller your seat gets. So uh, I'm basically riding on metal, even though the bike is you know expensive. Um, and they don't give you pedals either, which is kind of funny because they don't know if you want to use clip-ins or have flats. But anyways, so yeah. So um, yeah, talk about just mentally having to grind through because my father-in-law was pretty concerned on the fourth trail because i texted him like you normally that trail style with my ability like fresh legs i can do like especially only eight miles like in under an hour no problem like i'd have to be like going pretty slow to do in an hour and it took me two so uh, there was major cramping going on so i was stopping like you know i had my hydration with me i was stretching and still nothing was helping what did help the most, fun fact again, um, a lot of people swear by pickle juice, but mustard packets and mm-hmm. Cholula packets, like that saved me. So uh, a couple of awesome riders gave me mustard packets and I would pop those as soon as I would start really feeling the cramps come on. I'd hit one and go a little bit longer, hit another one, 
Um, but yeah, it took me a couple hours. He ended up calling me like, are you okay? I was like, yeah, I'm just, you know, making sure I can get through the end. Like mentally I was fine. Like I was kind of embarrassed. Like why? Like I prepared, I hydrated. Like there's no reason why I shouldn't be through here, but everybody experiences their own way. A lot of people seem like they were totally fine. And then come to find out after the race, a couple of days later, everybody was posting like, oh yeah, I was cramping in there too. And like, it's like, really? I felt like I was the only person sitting on the ground. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so I was able to get through. It was awesome, awesome experience. I got a shirt uh, for finishing. Well, no, actually, I paid for the shirt, so you get the shirt no matter what. But I got a <laughs> little top cap that goes on by the handlebars. Um, that for shows that you did that. Yeah, it shows that I did it. That's the only way you get it is if you finish. So, uh, yeah, that was huge. Excuse me, that was huge to finish that part. Last year, I didn't make it. I only did 54 miles last year. This year, I did 72. So, um I'm going to go to a clinic that they're doing like to help prepare for like how to hydrate and keep your body ready. Um, for it's mainly just sustaining. It's not, you can be the fastest rider and you can have a mechanical failure and like on your bike and you're done for the day. Like Mm -hmm. you just gotta know how to like ride smart while also staying safe. So luckily my bike, you know, it was a wise investment because it definitely can take a lot of beating and still, go ride another 72 no problem um so yeah i definitely need to give it some love though take it to the shop have a service because it's it's definitely needing it now but um we finished that was the main goal we had to do it it was kind of hard to when we came back home it was like nine o'clock and i mean it's nighttime i have two more trails to do in the dark i have a headlight but it's like one of those things where it's like i put on my like change my clothes and i was like if i don't if I sit down, I'm not going out. So mm-hmm. I walked to the living room and I was like, okay, we got to go. And he jumped up and then we got in the truck and went. And I laid down one of my fastest times of the day at like 10 o'clock at night after my legs had already done almost 60 miles. So I know it doesn't sound like a lot, but when you span it over time and elevation and it wasn't as hot, but like the lack of nutrition that I wasn't taking in, even though I felt like I was doing well, it really, uh, it gets to you. Yeah. It takes, it takes a lot out of you, but, um, my kidneys were fine after this year. Like last year, it was terrible for like almost a week solid. Just like could barely walk around. My kidneys were hurting so bad, but kidneys were good. My legs were fine after like Tuesday. I could do it. Like I went for like a slight jog, and I was like feel like normal. So that's awesome. Pretty good. Um, How many snakes did you see? Uh, I don't. I don't remember seeing any honestly, which is kind of surprising because on the sixth trail, uh, they kind of had us go away from some of the train tracks which are normally where they're really at so uh, yeah it's also sometimes defeating when you're going through there and people are just catching you but then like like we stayed with the good group of the pack for the whole time even after taking breaks uh, you know stopping getting lunch coming back to the house changing uh, as many breaks i took in the trails themselves uh, but luckily it wasn't hot like yeah geez like that was another worry you're thinking like you're gonna battle the heat but it was like uh, you know, the first four trails were the hardest and luckily I was done by noon. And at that time it was only like 88 degrees. I was like, this is amazing. That's crazy. Like, like last year, this time it was like 96, yeah. like easy. And then by the time it got to like two, it was like one Oh one. And I was like, Nope, not this year. So, but anyways, it was really good. Um, it was just awesome. So great to be done. Glad it's over, but can't wait to go again next year. Hope maybe, maybe try the hundred if uh we can convince my body to do it again so <laughs> yeah. 72 now it's like i know what it's like so i can definitely do it yeah um, and each year it changes sometimes it'll be right around 70 sometimes it might be 74 to 76 um but this year it was 72 some people got more miles than me and i and in the same category and i have no idea other than they must have just like did circles in the parking lot like warming <laughs> up or something yeah i don't know because so i was like there's no way you can get that many miles like i don't know but anyways, let's uh so what are we gonna do tonight, Jake? We might we might go back a little bit. Yeah, so this is so we were originally going to do Oppenheimer because you saw that and you you really enjoyed yeah, it. Great movie. Um Go see it. Yeah, I I want to. Especially with it's yeah. Anyway. Um <laughs> it we are, were originally gonna are, do that. There are adult images, so I will say that. I heard about a that. A brief a brief moment. But anyways. Spiciness. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so we were originally going to do that, but then yesterday they had 
a bunch of stuff happen, but the thing that we're going to talk about mostly is the uh, the Congress hearing on or congressional hearing on the UAP or unidentified aerial phenomena. Yeah, UFOs. Basically. UFOs. Yeah. Aliens. Aliens. But yeah, because we had already covered David Grush. Grush. Yeah, I think his last name is Grush. What did we say, Grush? Yeah. Uh, um, Although I heard it pronounced in the hearing different ways. But when I heard him, he was like, David Grush. I was like, okay. Sorry, guy. But anyways, yeah. Not like you're listening. So yeah, David got in front of Congress under oath. And testify to his statements. Um, so when we did the the episode last month, didn't we? On him, I believe. Yeah, I think it was in June. And I remember he was talking about going in front of Congress then. Yeah. Uh, so this was in the works. We it, just hadn't yeah. gotten there yet. Uh, just we read his mind when I watched the whole thing um, while I was working, and I was talking to my to my mom. Afterward, it, it was a completely different hearing than Angela. Angela, hi Angela. <laughs> uh, it was a completely different hearing than what I'm used to, right? Because what I'm used to is you'll get a a bunch of guys who you know who, who will come up, and it's not like they don't know what they're talking. They do. They know what they're talking about. Oh yeah, for sure. But a lot of times it's they'll walk around the question mm-hmm. or they'll beat around the bush and just not they'll never give a straight answer. They typically hate each other. Right. Oh yeah, like, you can barely get around just the passive aggressive nature of their conver- like their questioning. Exactly. But with this one, all the question even people that I just despise, they yeah. asked great questions and they were very poignant to the topic. Mm-hmm. And the three individuals, so uh, just to again recap um, it it is major or retired major uh, Grosh, who is the main person. He was the one who really kind of spurred this movement, right? And then it's two other individuals that uh, accompanied him. It was former; uh, they were both former Navy pilot pilots, uh, Ryan Graves and retired commander David Fravor. Um, Fravor, Fravor, Fravor. But so those three individuals, they all gave just the most straight answer you could definitely tell that they were military yeah because there was no you know well maybe we were over here doing no it was just yes we were here or no we weren't but this is what we saw this is what other people have come to us with um and that was extremely refreshing especially for the topic because right you hear ufos or aliens and you instantly think of people with um, grainy footage or yeah. grainy yep. pictures that you don't know w- what it is. Mm-hmm. It looks like a balloon that some kid accidentally let go during a birthday party. Right. Yeah. B- but with these guys, and part of the the draw that this hearing had, and there were quite a few people watching on YouTube I, that I saw on their, you know, there were two thousand people watching kind of thing. There yeah. were quite a few people watching, um, and I think what part of the the thing that really brought people in was the fact that they were military. Right. That it wasn't civilian. It, mm-hmm. No one on the panel were civilians. Yeah, it's not Earl out in the field that his cow just flew flew away or something. Exactly. These guys are vetted. They uh, One of the comments that the commander made, um, Fravor, he said that of the six men who were flying that day, and Fravor was the one who caught the Tic Tac footage. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was his. Oh, cool. So his he was flying his Wizzo in the back. He was the one who managed to get radar lock on, mm-hmm. on well, at least get footage of it. He may not have been the one who get to get uh, radar lock because he said that when it happened, whatever they locked onto just completely jammed the aircraft. Right, yeah. And just turned off all the, syst- the firing yeah, the instruments systems. instruments were gone. Air, everything. Yeah. Um, Which is pretty scary. <laughs> oh, and they, they brought that up, too. They were... We'll talk about that. Um, <laughs> but anyway, Fravor said that everyone involved uh, went on to have 20-year um, service life with the military. Oh, okay. So they did a full... Like, they did full retirement, everything. Nice. Okay, cool. So they they weren't there just you know for their six years or in four and years. Out in and out. Stuff, yeah. yeah. These guys or are, let go right after they... Had this Siding thing. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. These guys had full-on careers and uh with fravor and i believe with um with the uh, graves the other gentleman um they each had encounters 
Uh, Graves was a bit different. I don't know if there's any footage of his, um, but he described his UAP or you, uh, it, the UFO UAP. It's really interchangeable. Um, but I, from what I've gathered, the, the difference between and the reason why people are going to UAP instead of UFO is it's no longer flying. Um, that people have found submersible that go oh, into okay that go into the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so like from the ocean, like and they, stationaries type, right? Or okay. or that uh, like sub uh, submarines that will yeah. come up out of the water and then fly away. Um, oh dang! And so they they go to unidentified aerial phenomena because, um, well, and partially also so because it's like of, an anomalous, unidentified anomalous phenomena. I mean, that, I mean, that could be yeah, another, another acronym for it too. And I think the reason also that we went from UFO to UAP is because UFO now has a stigma, right? That the hovering like, disc, right? And that, yeah. or that, you know, you hear UFO and you're like, oh, well, it's flying, it's moving through the sky, and just you instantly think of the like what you brought up, the farmer with the uh -huh. you know overalls on. Yeah. When you hear UAP, it's like, oh well, what the heck's UAP? Exactly. Yeah. Um. Anyway, his was described as a gray his head was gray there were others that had different coloring uh, other fighter pilots who described different coloring but his was gray like a box but it was inside a, a clear sphere oh cool so i'm i'm kind of wondering oh. if that sphere was actually its propulsion because in every account there's no heat signature there's no uh, Maybe visible some type of, like, as atmospheric distortion Dome or right something. that they are seeing essentially it's magnetic field being distorted in such a drastic way that you can physically see the magnetic sphere yeah. around the spaceship or Nuts. whatever it is yeah um and that was another thing that i thought was interesting too is further on down the interview that he gave uh, one of the questions that a congresswoman asked was do you do you know of these thing of these devices or uh, not devices but aerial vehicles mm -hmm. um, being obtained by the United States. He said, yes, we have them yeah. and I have the locations for them. Yeah. She's like, and do you know where the location is? Like, or yeah. He, do you know where the location is? He's like, yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> and I can turn those in. Well, he said that he did turn the locations into DOD yeah. and the congressional hearing office. But another question that she asked, I want to say it was the next question was um, if we recovered any bodies and he said, yes. And she said, okay, are they human? He said, no, they're not human. Right. Any biologics? Yep. We got those. And we'll play. I, I went ahead and sent Caleb. And he did a good way of like explaining like, you know, with any, like any normal, you know, projectile that moves throughout the air, um, is typically manned. So this would, you know, in case be in, you know, another life form you know they they, yep. be, they don't just say like you know straight up like it's a z type alien or whatever right and he couldn't um there right. were a lot of questions that he uh and one of the other reasons why i really like this guy um especially this after this interview is because he said every answer that he couldn't answer it was because of security clearances of the room and, oh. and he said he straight up one of the guys asked and that he was like makes way more sense i can't answer this in a public setting i'm more than willing to go into a skiff which is essentially a closed door meeting yeah um and he he also made a mention of as long as you speaking to the congress uh, people as long as y'all have the proper security clearances if you don't you're not able to hear it and you can't which be is even more wild oh it which, I kind of want to get one. Have you ever thought of that? Like, just why don't oh. we get a security clearance? Well, I'm so part of the like even for local stuff, it'd probably well, be really beneficial. With mom, uh, she had a security clearance because she worked for a government contractor, uh. but because of granddaddy, or oh, because of oh yeah, y'all might get the, turned away. Well, the there was an issue with hers, which we're doing that episode soon. If we we are plug um, but there <laughs> granddaddy was a, plug <laughs> there was an issue with her security clearance and they ended up giving her uh, the same level of security clearance as the owner because that was where the issue was laying or, or, that was where the issue lay was um there was something in not her past but her, her uh, the, they worded it very strange but it was essentially it wasn't her past but it was 
her past, if that makes sense. Yeah. Essentially, somebody else had done... By an, proxy. Right, exactly, yeah. by proxy. Somebody else had done an action that is hindering her at the security clearance she was require, or requesting. Yeah. So instead, they went to the high security because that's where they could talk about certain things. Oh. We never, you know, abused that and asked what right. that issue was, but... So she so had a similar a, situation with this. Exactly. That so they wanted to. these guys, some of the congressional members that asked these questions, they don't have the security clearance to know the answer. Right. He did say it a lot. And then he's like, in an open, you know, in a public platform, I can't yeah. disclose that. And like, so oh, I'll go dang ahead. And, it. I'll go ahead and play dang one, of the, one of the videos. I believe we have crashed craft uh, stated earlier. Do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft? As I've stated publicly already in my News Nation interview, uh, biologics came with some of these recoveries. Yeah. Um, were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics? Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program. If you believe... So... Nuts. That's crazy. He just admitted under oath, and that's the other thing that I think a lot of people don't understand, is... There was a difference between the the video and the episode we did before when he was just simply speaking to an interviewer uh, for, you know, what have you, a a book or um, or news agency. Mm -hmm. There's a difference between speaking to them and speaking to Congress. Because if he lies, that could be a federal offense that he can go to jail. Yeah. So he had to show proof that what he is saying is accurate to the best of his knowledge and is essentially not a lie, which means he just admitted that we aren't alone in the universe and has the documentation and evidence to prove it. Yeah. The fact that nobody is talking about that. Well, who knows what we have from Hubble Telescope that they haven't shared. Well, okay, so... got to be... Oh, I mean... A plethora. It's been up there yeah. for a couple decades, right? The Vatican so. has a fairly large telescope at the one of the mountains in um, Arizona, and ironically, it's named Lucifer. What? Well, Lucifer oh. means uh, yeah, same. the son of light. And so yeah. they they look at uh, you know stars and constellations, so they named it Lucifer. I think that's a terrible name because it also means Satan. Satan. <laughs> um, but there was an interview that was given by one of the fathers there, uh, one of the priests, who I don't believe is there anymore. And he essentially said that UFOs were so prevalent that... They were a nuisance that they would be trying to look at a star constellation or, uh, you know, a group of planets or what have you. Yeah. And there were so many UFOs going back and forth between the lenses that they just gave <laughs> up looking there and would look somewhere there else. There goes Anakin and Obi-Wan. Yeah. Like, Come on. That's Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> but yeah, that's nuts. And I, yeah. what's cool, too, is, is that he said, like, like, how do you know this? He's like, it's from people that I worked on the project. Who are still who there? Who are still there? And it's like, oh, everybody's under the bus now. Yeah, you got to think there's some people sitting at home like, oh, come on, man, David. Yeah, like we we broke bread together at my house. Yeah, you met my mother. When and now like, you know, it's got to incite some fear to those people for sure, which stinks. But in the same sense, it's like, dude, like, it's, it's gonna got, happen. It's gonna get out exactly. And that's the biggest thing I think that this has. Um, real legs to go off of mm-hmm. is that truly they, the cat's out of the bag. Yeah. You have three highly vetted members of the military who are not only saying that members of military, one of their big pushes was that the military doesn't have a real avenue to, um, to report on UAPs and UFOs Yeah, that they're scared. They're going to be demoted or, you know, what have you. Um, and their big push is to, not necessarily bring it out into the public, but allow members of the military to openly talk about these things that they see right. on a daily basis, according to some of these guys. Yeah. Uh, some of the, cause he, had, the gross gentleman had, I want to say 30 or so members that were actively feeding him information. Yeah. Cause he did over sources. 40 interviews for like five year period yeah. where he collected data. Yeah. Cause this was his job was getting, yeah, he was an intelligence official. Yeah. So like a full-blown colonel in there, yeah. literally. Well, he was a major, so he didn't or, make full bird. But, either way. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's truly amazing what was being discussed. And another thing they, they brought up, too, was the aspect of civilian air traffic. Mm. Um, and one of the Congress people asked, I couldn't remember who, but they asked, okay, 
take aside a pilot. What if a citizen sees something in the sky? What avenue do they have? And essentially all three of the gentlemen were like, they don't have an avenue. I mean, you can go to Twitter, uh, you can right. go to Facebook. How are they going to document it? How are you going to document that? Yeah. Uh, Besides you, their pilot log, I guess. But Well, and see, the thing with pilots especially not going to go to like such and such gazette in the hometown and be like, I need no. you to send this to the New York Times. Exactly. Like, nah, 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 nah. And so <laughs> their estimate is that over the year uh, that you know, you take 2023, there's going to be quite a few sightings of whatever. Yeah. It um, might be an explosion of information. Oh yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if there's an outside source, you know, a third party that opens up website. I, I'm sure it's already available, yeah, but yeah. A, a more credible third party will open up a website to say, Hey, you know, if, if you see something, say something, because we're, we're getting right. ready to catalog all these things to cross reference with these 40 guys that have been interviewed. Yeah. Um, What's going to stink too is, is like, though this will give, you know, a lot of people hope to share information. It's also going to give a lot of people just to share, just like anything like my sprinkler turned on. Yep. I turned on. I swear it did be like, yeah, well it's on a timer. So when that's what I love about it off. That's what I love about these guys (laughs) is because, um, the majority, I want to say 95% of their sources, if not a hundred are all military. And so you're not going to get the. Joe Schmo, who's looking for you know a, a, his fit fifteen minutes of fame, these guys are scared to come out because of what it well, means, yeah, yeah. and so they don't want their name, but they want their story out. Right? Yeah, and it's really hard. It is when uh, several times he was asked, Gross specifically was asked if there had been any bodily injury um, to members of his team or oh, members yeah. that he knows from working on from, some of these findings well, and not only from working, but like from coming forward. And he said, yes. And the, one of the Congress uh, individuals asked, okay, was this, you know, non-human ent- entities that were hurting or were these human like governmental agencies? And he said both, he can't go into it because there's an active lawsuit going on, but there were uh, b- both kind of harm yeah, occurred. That's, so basically it's like, they're trying to shut them up. Yeah, essentially. And what I think is actually Crazy. going on there is... I think only he, normal. I mean, hello. Well, yeah. I mean, you look at Dr. Stephen Greer, which I think was who he was referencing, at least um, publicly anyway. Yeah. Because Greer was, if I'm not mistaken, either heavily involved with this this organization getting to uh, Congress, or uh, he was there to begin with. I didn't see him in the audience, but I've heard that he was really wanting to go yeah. uh, on his YouTube and Twitter. But essentially, he started this. He was a surgeon, kind of like Brad, uh-huh. yeah, um, yeah. who was just really interested in aliens. Uh, yeah, this dude, jeez. Yeah, talk about spending your time in a hobby. Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> literally, this is this was at least started out as uh, now it's a lifestyle, but right, it, it right, was a yeah. hobby. Yeah, you're right. And he had three um, colleagues who kind of went with him at the very beginning, and mm-hmm. he said that two of them were killed in a car accident. And just be, you know, right. And he's, he's, so he straight up says that they were taken out because of the things they were finding. I mean, we've seen that time and time again with stuff with gets anything. Exposed. I mean, there was you, something recently. Yeah. Um, whose house was it that caught on fire after? Oh, I don't want to butcher it. There's some story recently. There's some big news I that leaked. Seen. It was from the White House, I think, or. Well, Someone know, in the cabinet, not in the cabinet, but in the House of Representatives, I think, was going to release some information, and then all of a sudden, like their their house caught on fire, like at two a.m. Wow! And it was like, huh, interesting. Yeah. But anyways, well, so what a coincidence, huh? Yeah. Here's another interview. Um, I mean, it, wasn't there also some injuries about like uh, they asked them about like they were trying to reverse engineer some of the stuff? Or, yeah. Are you getting to that? Okay. No, the, you were right. Um, so. On one hand, you had the government side hurting individuals, at least from what he said. Yeah. And then on the other side, he he did also admit that there were um, scientists who were trying to reverse engineer these craft that were been Where accidents obtained. also happened. And accident, yeah, because he said, you know, we have no idea has, how this technology right. works. And so it, it would be like us. It's like, I don't know how far to stand away. Exactly. But I don't want to not be there to it, it, witness it. Ironically, you saw Oppenheimer. That's how it would yeah. be. I mean, they're working on brand new technology I have no idea have how close I need to stand to a radiation. Yeah. 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 And that's nuts. what he, and he, one of the guys asked if it mirrored radiation um, sickness and he wouldn't say yes or no because of, of security clearances, but he alluded very heavily that it was a, 
it was the kind of injury that was not like a, a phaser, you know, going into it was more of a illness. Oh, okay, yeah. Not like a, a stormtrooper shooting a Right, exactly. A gun. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have a firefight in the middle <laughs> yeah. of Arizona. Yeah. It was more like you know, walking up to a nuclear bomb and getting your fa- hair falling out, that You're kind like, of stuff. Holy crap! Yeah, yeah. Um, so Anyways, here's here's so part of the other, interview for us. Yeah, uh, this is from is this I believe Mr. Garcia. Um, he was one of the closing questions. Essentially, um, ways in which current technology or aircraft that we know of are not able to actually function or move. And so, will you just, for the public record, again, once once again, um, just uh, briefly. Uh, just either describe or note that aircraft that are being witnessed, particularly by the 30 folks that you're working with, are essentially outside the scope of anything that we know of today and the technology we have today. Mr. Graves, Mr. Fravor? Yes, uh, the objects that are being seen by commercial pilots are uh, performing maneuvers that are unexplainable due to our current understanding of our technology and our capabilities as a country. And that applies for the military as well. Mr. 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 Fravor? Yeah, I concur with that. We have nothing that can stop in midair and go the other direction, nor do we have anything that can, like in our situation, come down from space, hang out for three hours, and go back up. Thank you. My last question, and, so, and sometimes you, I know you, some, you have also said some of these answers in the past, but we're trying to get them on the public record as well, which is really important. Mr. Quirst, finally, do you believe that our government is in possession of UAPs? Uh, absolutely, based on interviewing uh, over 40 witnesses over four years. And, and, and where? I know the exact locations that they move is so essentially he crazy. goes on to say, yeah, yeah it is he goes on to say <laughs> i know the exact locations and i've submitted the paperwork right. to the prop uh you know proper authorities but i mean it is it truly is nuts what was being discussed here because right. it wasn't just you know oh china has a sailboat that you know like the balloons it, oh, we're not yeah, talking yeah. about the balloon going over the country right we're talking about something potentially from a completely different universe yeah coming to the country and that's, that's mind blowing that yeah. there's three guys who are willing to publicly come out and state emphatically yes we have mm-hmm. spacecraft mm-hmm. yes we have bodies right and yes they're not human right and that's that's crazy to me that somebody is willing to do and that's you know at first uh, i remember when gross first came out with his 40 over four years um interview process and there were quite a few people who were like oh you're you're blowing smoke you're just looking for your 15 minutes of fame you know things like that if you were looking for your 15 minutes of fame you would not go to congress and lie in front of Congress because then you will then be arrested for lying in front right. of Congress. You'd be at CNN, Fox, right, exactly. News Nation, any type of media outlet that just would hear blaring it. your message. Exactly. Instead, they went the opposite route and said, no, we're going. We want it documented. To, we want people to know. Yep. It's on a record. We're under oath. All that. When one of the questions that uh, I, I want to say it was uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. You have to say it really fast. AOC. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. One of the persons that uh, I'm not a huge fan of, but I actually she who do, must not be named. I do think she asked some really great questions. Yeah, and one of them was um, yeah, it, she's it definitely may, not dumb. No, no. Well, she's actually the um, second co-chair or the the second in command of this panel. Oh, really? Okay. Which I okay. think is I didn't know that. nuts. <laughs> um, uh, it no, may have been another her topic for another night. Yeah, it may have been her, or it may have been another congresswoman named Miss Luna. Um, they essentially asked, "You keep you Grosh keep differentiating be, differentiating between alien or non-human." Mm-hmm. Um, and the question was essentially, "Why do you keep saying non-human instead of just outright saying alien?" And his answer was, "Well, he's trying to keep an open mind that um, it may be an alien from another universe or it may be an alien from another dimension." And so that leads me to think, well, we may have bodies. The metaverse. Well, his thing, or I, not his thing, but previous thought is there may be a fourth dimension that we're not a part of. Yeah. That we are, you know, we're home to the three dimensions that we live in. Mm-hmm. And the third dimension or the fourth dimension hasn't been broken yet. Yeah. And so if, if you take his answer anyway on face value, we may have bodies that were uh you know extraterrestrial in nature with the the traditional ets but we may also have bodies that 
are completely different dimensions that they're stuck between like Ant-Man, how he goes in between time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, there could be civilizations that like a humanoid style. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Totally speculating, but yeah. Oh, we all are. No one knows truly what, what is going on anymore. It is, it is pretty wild. I, it's just hard to understand it all because it's like you got to kind of slow down and like analyze. Like, are we really talking about the possibility of aliens? It's like, yeah, yeah, we are. And that's what <laughs> was so interesting to me because they were all just stone faced. Yeah, like you could tell that a lot of the the guys who were asking questions and some of the people in the audience were definitely in on it. Like they they were digging the conversations that were being had. Yeah, but. I don't know. It just to me, it seemed like just a, a regular Wednesday for you know Congress people who are just doing a regular hearing that they're used to doing, asking their normal questions, and yet this dude is dropping bombshells that we essentially he confirms that we're not alone in the universe, and no one bats an eye. Like yeah, that that okay. So that's that leads me to wanting to throw something at your way. See what you think. Now this is going to be out of not totally out of left field, but pretty far in left field. This could all be a really elaborate cover up. Absolutely. You also have to remember that Biden, his trial, the son Hunter, yeah, was ye- uh, yesterday. Yeah, and so you have just massive bombshells being dropped in in Congress, and then the same day, the uh, def- uh, not the defense. The um, the the courtroom uh, for Hunter Biden essentially allows him to have a plea deal and avoid prison time. And so, while all yeah. this stuff is going on in in Congress, you have somebody literally escaping justice because of the things that he's done. Now, I did hear that they're going after him for for tax evasion, essentially what they got Al Capone for. Yeah. Um. And really, I mean, it's. That those two similarities speak volumes because while Al Capone was a member of an organized family, you know, organized crime, mm-hmm. at this point, that's exactly what the Bidens are. It's just above table organized crime, right? Uh, that he, they're so powerful that nobody re- really asks questions as to what yeah. what they're doing. And then on top of that, you had the counteroffensive start in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. So you had. Uh, some guy, some guy in, uh, you know, congressional hearings confirmed that we're not alone in the universe. You had Hunter Biden accept a plea deal, and then you had uh, Ukraine essentially start a pretty substantial, and and for all of reports, they made ground that you know thousands of I heard up to a thousand Russians a day are dying Jeez. because of this counteroffensive. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe that. To be honest, but right? Yeah, we're not going to get an accurate figure, but no. But I mean, they are saying that it's it is on its you know it's it's happening. It's a possibility. It's a possibility. 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 <laughs> um, there's a lot of activity that if you look on like um, flight radar or AS, a, ADSB, um, where you can track military aircraft, there's a ton of military air, uh, intelligence gathering military aircraft. Mm-hmm. Um, that are over that air now that they've been there since the war started, but right. there's been an uptick since Wednesday, since yeah. yesterday. Um, there's also a today, uh, the NDA, NDA bill was signed and it granted $400 million to Taiwan. So not only are we arming the Ukrainians with weapons, you're we're now arming Taiwan, the Taiwanese with weapons, and they're not even in a war yet. I think I need to go to Taiwan. I don't know why, but I kind of need some money. I mean, might need to go over there. U- Ukraine is. That's basically what we need to do. We need to pick a, a place and go and see if we can't get some government funding. Philippines, just. But uh, I mean, Ukraine at this point, in my opinion, is mon- money laundering. Yeah, that they're just washing money, and we'll get it with. Uh, so part of this contracts. like release of information about UAPs. Not saying I don't believe it, but. It's very convenient that there's major events going Stuff on in the world. Stuff that's going on while yeah. massive amounts of money and military equipment and resources are being just thrown into the wind. Oh, absolutely. You know, just a dollar figure for us to absorb in our taxes. So when one of the one of the Which is crazy. I don't if we have such a large national debt, how can they You can't there's no way we can catch up with our taxes. 
at this point you we, can raise it to 100 percent. i don't think we'd catch it no we're we're so far in the hole that i mean you can raise yeah. literally everybody and you can't force them to move so or you, yeah. you can't you can't have them move so we whoever's here in the united states stays in the united states tax them at 100 percent. there's no way we can get yeah get our, our it's insane. but anyways that's when uh, what's interesting too is that there's a great book um oh gosh i wish i could remember excuse me the name of the author but it's one of these what if history books okay and he specialized in the second world war uh for instance one of the books he wrote um and i know paul's going to send me a text after he, he listens to this and with the synopsis of the book and who wrote it and all that stuff yeah but uh one of the books was instead of bombing pearl harbor they the japanese took over hawaii and was using that as a staging ground oh, to yeah. attack us well crazy further on down that series um aliens invade at the height of world war ii and so every world power who were originally fighting each other now have to come together and fight the alien invaders yikes and one of the big messages that this hearing had anyway was that this is a security issue that these aircraft and part of that that interview i played they went into it but yeah they're especially the two navy fighter pilots um they were terrified of what they saw not yeah not amazed i mean they were amazed not, don't get me wrong but they were they knew the applications that you could do because essentially one of the uh, i believe it was fravor um he said that these things can turn on a dime and are so fast you can enter and exit a area of engagement without anyone knowing so you can essentially it's it would be almost like having a b2 stealth bombers uh stealth so yeah. the fact that we can't see it right attached to just a hypersonic missile that you can control and you can pick where it goes mm -hmm. so if you can figure out a way to weaponize that put weapons on it put you know what have you you can essentially have a an aircraft that can make it to you know dubai or somewhere in the middle east or taiwan or you wherever and pretty instantaneous time yeah kind of like jumper that movie jumper. yeah yeah i mean they were saying yeah. that the like speed, dragon ball z well they like, they were saying the speed that these things were going were so fast that they were just gone out of radar in seconds yeah um and they could they could jam our stuff mm -hmm. uh, they could uh, you know fly in in pool g's that would liquefy humans um <laughs> yeah and so you would be a bug on a wind on a windshield. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> they open the cockpit. <laughs> if you're in there and it was a traditional aircraft, they would open the cockpit and just find soup. Oh yeah. And um, and these things are are airborne right now, it, it, according to what was being spoken about. And uh, Fravor again said that we're nowhere near technology. No, no country on earth is anywhere near technologically advanced as these things are. I remember seeing something randomly this week, like um, it was an interview from a pilot, um, not related to, it's related to UAPs and stuff, but um, they asked him for like an estimate, like what do you estimate the differences in technology between our capabilities of flying and what you witness? And he's like, give or take 50,000 years yeah. ahead of us. Yeah. I mean, that's just a wild guess, but still it's like, Someone who flies planes gonna know way more than we will, but still, it's like just the idea of that. It's like, oh goodness. Oh yeah, and I mean, uh, I've heard the we're gonna like the people inventing the will, and these people are here building civilizations. Literally, so. we are the the Cro Magnum, and we are witnessing if this is to be accurate. We're witnessing Egyptian pharaohs yeah, running around, yeah, and we're we're just ants to them, yeah. and that's the biggest. Uh, I wouldn't mind being an ant, though. It depends it'd, on the ant. It'd be super strong. That's true. Um, the it, That was one of the bigger uh, messages in terms of the other two gentlemen. Grosh was more of um, be a reporting. Cow, I'd be a cow ant. A cow ant? That's I'd, a thing? I'd mess somebody up, man. I would not They'd be. They have a bad sting. But anyway, oh, sorry. okay. <laughs> uh, the, the two fighter pilots, that was their big thing, was proving that these things that were in the sky or not proving, but rather saying these things in the sky are vastly out, um, outmaneuvering out, out superiority, you know, all of it. Right. Uh, yeah. And that we're, we're left behind and that they are a national security issue. Mm -hmm. And even the, uh, the two gentlemen, they, they're not for uh, public 
knowledge on some of this stuff. Even Fravor is not, or, uh, not Fravor, but Grosh, even he's not. He's yeah. saying that there's a lot of stuff that these things are doing that we have uh, that Our we've acquired. Of, it's like we just can't share. We, we can't. Cause hysteria. And that's that's one of the things I think plays into what you were talking about earlier where uh, the, the cover-up thing. Mm-hmm. Because now that they have, they have something that they can turn to where if we go, it, we as in the public, if we do something that any government doesn't like or if, if things get too hot in certain areas of the world, Right. They can pull this out of their pocket and say, hey, don't forget, we're still collecting data on things that can annihilate everyone on Earth. Yeah. And these are the real enemy. You know, the, this this mysterious thing. I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a a more public crash of um, one of these UFO things. Mm-hmm. And it may not even be a UFO. I mean, it may be like uh, something that Stephen Greer, Dr. Stephen Greer says all, a lot is that, um, yes, there are ET devices and um, aerial vehicles. Yeah. But there's also man-made vehicles that do almost everything that these ET ones do. The big difference is they get seen. That they're purposely, like they fly over cities, they fly over populated areas so that people see them fly and automatically associate to Independence Day, to uh, Mars Attacks, these movies and these things <laughs> that... The, Mars the, Attacks would suck, but yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> well, the aliens are always the bad guy. Yeah. I mean, E.T. Right. is really the only movie that semi-treats it as as we would. I mean, the government would come into a, a town and, and lock it all down. Right. Uh, kind of like Super 8. I Did you see that I've movie? Seen, I don't think so. Oh, man. Okay, anyways, keep going. I need to check it out. Um, but I think that now they have an avenue that they can go down if things somewhere around the world get out of control mm-hmm. that they can they can pull and say, "Hey, I mean, don't forget we're we're tracking aliens that are are here, yeah. and yeah, I mean they're not they're not happy, yeah, and the the other thing too is like you and this is going down a really big rabbit hole, but you take Hollywood. In their prosthetics, their costume design, everything like that. Yeah. I mean, I've seen some really, like, you take... Uh, Nancy Pelosi's an alien. Oh, uh, easy. <laughs> I mean, come on, look at her. No one makes trade deals like her. She's, no. She's the smartest stock trader on earth. Exactly. She, it's like she knows things before they happen. Yeah. Um, but you you take uh, Predator. And oh, man, The dude. costume. It, if Predators would hear, I would just tap out. Be like, no. No, you can take me. <laughs> I'm not running. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but you, you take... Let me have one last sip of Coca-Cola before you... <laughs> wait, before wait, 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 wait. But, I mean, you take Hollywood's best uh, costume designers, and they can make somebody look like an alien. Heck and then yeah. the next day to the union, Biden comes out and says, oh, by the way, this is Fred. And... Hi, you know, Fred. This huge predator-looking thing walks out, where it's some dude in a costume, but the world is... None the wiser. And yeah. let's face it. I mean, how many people actually go to these state of the union addresses? So who's to say that, you know, the, you know, congressional halls, they are sure. But with AI being the way it is, you can potentially. People just sitting at their house just with green screens are all zo- are zoomed into. Exactly. <laughs> and no one would know any different because yeah. we're not there. Right. It's the whole concept of, um, oh gosh, that movie, uh, I know I've brought it up again. Die Hard Four, I think, I don't know. where he takes over uh, the the main bad guy takes over um, news waves. It. I haven't seen it. Oh man, it's great. Uh, but he takes over or news stations. Incredibles Two, or oh, Screen Slaver. No, I don't think they do. In in he took the, over the news networks. Yeah, but they do it to like uh, hypnotize people. Yeah, yeah. No, I uh, I'm just joking. <laughs> no, I know. Uh, but uh, Die Hard Four, they take over the news and show the. Uh, House of Congress being blown up. Oh, And so yeah. everyone outside of D.C. F- start freaking out. They did that in Iron Man with the... Uh, did they? Yeah, I think in Iron Man 3. Well, they, they start freaking out because they don't know it's it didn't happen. Yeah, But everyone yeah. in D.C., they could, yeah, exactly. they could see the building. It was it was not blown up. they turn over and be like, it's Ex- not moving. Yep. Like, yeah. And that's, I mean, that's one of the biggest things I think the modern era will have to have, will have to have to have to, will have to deal with. Yeah, is the fact that we really can't trust anything we see on the news anymore, be, or really anywhere, because graphics are so good. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember there was a demo for the new Call of Duty that came out before it, it released. Yeah. And it looked like a legitimate street that people were having conversations that yeah. were not, you know, standard NPC. Yeah, we've talked about that before, like yeah. deep fakes and stuff. Like it is it's gonna it, be it's a thing. Nuts. It's nuts. It is. And we're gonna run into some really, really good deep fakes at some point, and the world is just gonna take it wholeheartedly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and now you add congressional hearings that add legitimacy to all these reports i for instance saw a meme today uh, you know the uh ancient alien yeah yeah you know the a- aliens guy yeah i forget his name but Giorgio something um crazy hair guy crazy hair guy yeah uh the meme now says i don't want to say i told you so but i told you so right <laughs> and yeah. so i mean these things they really did bring legitimacy to ancient alien, you know, concept, concept ideas. Exactly. Yeah. Or just the concept of not being alone. Right. Um, right. And so somebody somewhere, I guarantee you is running with that and they're going to come start Building coming out with either a media outlet or something like something it's like, why not take advantage? Yeah. You know? And then, uh, with the, the whole, it admitting that this is even a thing. I mean, when is it going to be that, or not when, but how long is it going to be until we wake up and, you know, look at Dallas and there's a huge thing over Dallas skyline. Like district nine, district nine, independence day. Yeah, uh, district you know. 10 apparently is coming out in 2024. See? I'm yeah. telling you all these alien movies are going to start coming out yeah. and it's just going to get everybody used to the thought of having to share, you know, a house, you know, across the street is going to be, Whenever it happens, Yoda's. we need to go out in the street with our mics and be like, we're live in the field, two dads at <laughs> night. We told you. Yeah. We're here. But yeah. I don't know. I think, like I said at the very beginning of this episode, this was this was a different hearing. Yeah. It, it's not, you know, guys who are just trying to puff smoke or it, it's not guys who, uh, who know truly what's going on, but they just kind of beat around the bush so right. that they right, yeah. skirt a question. These yeah. guys answer, it, all three gentlemen answered every question Yes or no. If it was a no, it was because the people in the room didn't have security clearance. Yeah. That was Grosh's biggest thing was he hardly ever said no just outright. Mm-hmm. It was always followed up with no, but I can talk to you. But in an explanation, yeah. Yeah. So not just a cop out, just say no, I, I plead the fifth type thing. Right. Yeah. And there was no pleading the fifth and yeah. any of that. And in fact, there, like the, for instance, the, the whole body thing, he's like, yeah, I just, I gave everybody the documents that I have. And, they're not just documents in terms of writing their video picture, right? Whatever. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's <laughs> apparently nuts. some very credible, uh, dealings that we are not alone. Right. And that's just mind blowing to me that this isn't anywhere else in the news. Right. But like you said, what if this is just a big cover up? Cover Could up. Be. Yeah. And I think that's where we should leave it. I it's for your, it's for your interpretation. We are dads. We ramble. Like all of you who are dads or have dads, you know, the best thing we do is ramble. But anyways, I hope this has kind of drawn your interest into, again, to look into uh, Mr. Grush, Grosh, however you say his name, Dr. Graves. Like these dudes have a wealth of knowledge to share. And especially now that it's at least on the public record, it's worth, you know, investigating some and seeing like, you know, what can you draw from some of the information that we shared or what's out there online? Because there are, there's different interviews um, a lot of the stuff from the uh, congressional hearing is all over YouTube uh, that you can uh, view, and also his News Nation uh, interview is really good. But yep. as we always say, do your research. Be yes, curious. Please. Look out there. You know, try to make yourself aware as best you can. Um, but no, we do our part to try to share some news, and hopefully, we get continue to grow and get better. And I think we're on a good track. But um, yeah, I'm glad you guys have tuned into this. I hope it's been entertaining. I know we're still enjoying it, rocking and rolling as best we can. Um, if you have any topics, let us know. Let us know. I know we've we've said it before. We'll say it again. Granddaddy's coming. Um, we can do it next week. Sometime, yeah. Maybe. We'll see. I'm we'll work it out. We'll Part work one out. can be next week. Part one. TBD. But yeah. <laughs> uh, be sure to check us out on social media, Two Dads at Night Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. You can send us your thoughts and suggestions to our Gmail account. Two dads at night at gmail.com. 
rate and review the podcast on Spotify and Apple. You can check us out there. Just give us a five. Don't even listen. Just give us a five. Five didn't listen to a word. You can literally put that in the description. That'd be great. Um, (laughs) But anyways, we're making zero dollars off of this. And so we are sponsored by us. Yeah. But yeah, it's been fun. And as we sign off, I'm Caleb. I'm Jake. See you later. Bye. Bye.